the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. They're in the sweet spot of their mediocre radio careers. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hey, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. There's the rapper extraordinaire and uh, also on staff there at RZIM, Sean Hart, one of our favorites. I have to say that, Sean, but you are one of our favorites. Yeah, you said that to Alicia last time. <laughs> I, no, but I like how you've added one of our favorites. So it, allow, it allows for a multiplicity of favorites. So thank you for that. Now, if you're a rapper, I've got some presents that need to be wrapped. If you'd like to do that, uh, you'd probably do a much better job at it than yeah, I would. That's that's the only type of Christmas wrapping I'll be doing um, nowadays. <laughs> okay. That's not what I heard. I heard your Christmas uh, rap album is out and it's on sale on Spotify. And uh, what is the title of it? Uh, again, remind me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I was going to say you just make stuff up. I wish I could think of something quick, but I'm, I'm unfortunately not that way. Gift is wrapped for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Nice, Dan. Very, very nice. He does a song with Toby Mac. You can hear it on Spotify. Check it out, John Hart. Find out more at rzim.org. Uh, it's always it's always great to talk to you. Uh, we talked to you a little bit before we went uh, live. You're there in the office on the fourth floor at RZIM. And yep. you can see who's going or or coming. So uh, we pray that you guys, all of you are safe and, and healthy, your families and all the staff there. Uh, before we get into, um, uh, we want to ask you some stuff. But first, we're asking every guest their favorite Christmas movie go. Oh, man. I, this is a tough one, actually. Sorry, you say go. But I, just try, <laughs> I tried to rewatch. I tried to watch some christmas movies and i with my family and i was like oh that's actually inappropriate that's inappropriate <laughs> that's inappropriate um so really hard my my wife and i actually enjoy every every year watching the holiday which is a romance um film more you know it's not one of the older traditional ones it's it's, an, it's a newer one so we've enjoyed that one every year now the kids what would the kids say would be their favorite probably rudolph the red yeah. nose reindeer and like the, then like the old school one, like claymation type yeah. Yeah. stuff. Classic. I love them. I like the Mickey's uh, Mickey Mouse, like the Christmas story I th- or is the, the one with Scrooge. Yeah. The Christmas Carol, yeah. Yeah. Christmas Carol. Yeah. But some of my kids are a little bit um, freaked out by that one a little bit still. So, yeah. 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 When you have ghosts in there, that can be a little scary for a kid, you know? Yeah. I just, I've kind of, you know, I tried watching Home Alone for the first time with my kids. I hadn't yeah. watched it. I hadn't watched it for a long time ago. We only lasted about three minutes because I was just like, oh, I do not like the way that Macaulay Culkins is talking to his fan, to his parents. I'm like, yeah. yeah, he's kind of a brat in that one. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, we'll probably watch it a little bit later, but I don't, I don't, I don't really know what to do with with that because i know it's part of the story you know he's supposed to then at the end become more grateful right i don't know movies are complicated for me with with the kids one of my kids has more of a sensitivity than i do for things i don't want to kind of support that and yeah 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 Yeah. all right uh real quick uh your favorite christmas song then 
Oh man. You didn't know you were gonna be put on the spot today. I know, you? seriously. Yeah, I actually I've actually really enjoyed Have a Holly Jolly Christmas. I can't remember who sings Bro it. Ives, the old one? Original. Yeah, Bro yeah Ives, original. Yeah. Like oh, really the really old one. Yeah. yeah. That's I love that just makes a nice version of it as well, too. Okay. Well, yeah, that, that just makes me feel good. Yeah. Like yeah. just driving along with that. Bopping yeah, along. Good. Yeah. Yes. Love that. Sean Hart, one of our favorites at okay, our favorite at RZIM. Yes. Hopefully uh Alicia is not uh, listening. <laughs> I'll send her a clip. I'm recording this whole thing. Hey, I was on your Facebook, and I, of course, I love uh, the pictures of you and Carly and the kids. Uh, something really touched me um, is that you guys do puzzles, and you, I guess this was recently, you did one of the, the national parks, and it, uh, it's your goal, you and Carly, to, what, three weeks and, and go to every state? Yeah. I mean, uh, national park, what? No, back in so back in 2008, before my wife and I took off to Sudan, uh, we were missionaries over in Africa for uh, about four years, and we decided we have this little time in between. Let's go out. We lived out of our car. We you know slept in the back of my Subaru. If we didn't have a spot, we'd pull into Walmart parking lot, or then we'd camp and we'd stay with friends. And we traveled all around from Portland, where I'm from, where Carly and I are from, all the way down Yosemite, down to the California-Mexico border, over to Arizona, Grand Canyon, Zion, up through Wyoming and Utah, which are just beautiful. And then um, up into Montana, did the whole Yellowstone. And that was probably, that's still our highlight trip of Mm. all of our lives, doing that for three years. And so our dream is with our kids to take them back to all of those places, but then also to see more. Um, And so, yeah, doing that that National Parks puzzle was really cool because we got to learn the names of some. I'm like, I've never heard of this place. So then we're able to look it up and kind of see. Um, dream, dream a little bit about where we want to go. We, we long to actually get out on the road together, but my youngest one is five. So he's still at that point where about 10 minutes in, he's like, are we there yet? And, he's like, no. <laughs> and then every half an hour, I'm like, okay, not yet. Not yet. We got, we got a few years. With I'm him. 50 and I still ask that. Sean. <laughs> 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 For some people. <laughs> yeah. All right. John Hart, R-Z-I-M. Dan, did you have something there that I cut oh, you? I was just going to say, uh, kids, if you're watching, we don't recommend pulling into a Walmart parking lot and sleeping overnight. It's probably <laughs> not the safest thing to do. Back in the day with Sean and his wife, it probably was okay, but uh, we yeah. don't recommend that, kids, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, Sean, it would be interesting. Now, you did that. Did you meet interesting people? I mean, you were more than focused, I'm sure, than, than the, uh, the, the geography, what you were looking at, but did you run into some interesting people on that trip? Yeah, I mean, we met some people at, um, you know, different, different campsites um, and, you know, hiking and whatnot. But we were moving so fast that honestly, like we were, we got the, we got the system down where we had our sleeping bags and our air mattresses in our tent. We would basically fold the tent in half, shove it in the back of the car and then take off with everything still packed in it. So all we had to do is unfold it. So we were moving really fast. But honestly, the, one of the highlights for us beyond seeing the geography and God's amazing creation um, is actually visiting a lot of our friends that we still haven't seen since that trip, uh, you know, in Arizona and uh, down in California. So it was, it was really good. But yeah, on the on the puzzle thing, we love to do puzzles as a family. And I've just started to realize now that my kids are old enough to do puzzles, just how much we can learn together about life actually of doing a puzzle. You know, the choice is, are we going to compete with one another and compare ourselves to one another, which I say is the enemy that robs us of our joy, or 
are we going to actually support one another? And I've been so encouraged to see like my family, you know, even though we have those moments of frustration and some of the jealousy about that person got to finish that, but like, mm. or the person who wants to hold one piece under the table until the very last one, because oh, they want to be the one to finish it. So that's my like, kind of person right there. Exactly. <laughs> but, there but to see the kids actually being like, Oh, I have that one for you. Oh, I have that one for you. So it's actually a really, um, really good time. So learning, it's good to continually learn with my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Is Carly the one holding the piece under the table? Yeah, she is. Yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we love Sean Hart and we love, of course, RZIM. And uh, let's talk a little bit about here. We're coming to a close 2020. We've experienced some, you know, not just the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. We just, uh, well, actually, we're not out of the election, are we? We still have. I don't think we'll ever be out of the election, actually. It's going <laughs> to just keep going on forever. Yeah. You know, all, all we hear is that folks just saying, uh, I wish 2020 were over. I, I think we can pick up a number of things that we've learned um, and, and so that we can move on into 2021. What do you think you guys have learned this year that will propel you maybe to uh, 2021 or through 2021? Yeah, good question. The The challenge that we've had, um, I think we've done a really good job as an organization of like pivoting to the digital um, area we have to go into. We just, we had our youth conference, which we were looking forward to having you guys out at Refresh, but that yeah. couldn't happen. We went, we went 100% digital uh, with that. And then with our, le- our latest conference, a global apologetics conference, um, that went all digital. You know, it's been great. Uh, we've seen, we've learned a lot and we continue to, I think, really do a, an excellent job of setting a pretty high bar in terms of digital events. Our media team, I just have, my hat goes off to them and their creativity. But with, even with all of that and the success of digital, I mean, I could tell you even one story, the nice, there's the advantages, right? We had one young uh, man in India who was hiding under his covers and watching the refresh conference no. because he wasn't actually, he, was, he couldn't let people know that he was a Christian. But he's he's there in his bed, hidden under his covers, different time zone. But he's able to engage with the content because of the digital. Right. Okay. So there's some great positives to that. But something my heart has been longing for, and I know a lot of people on our team, Mm -hmm. it just makes us realize to how much we are truly about the people. Mm -hmm. Like we love being with the people. This is why a lot of our speakers will stay until the middle of the night, until the church actually wants to kick us out or the venue wants to kick us out because the people want to go home and lock the doors. We'll stay there and talk to people into the, into the wee hours of the night because people have questions and we want to actually be there for them. It is so difficult to not be with people. Uh, that's one thing that I think this season has really made us realize mm-hmm. is that uh, yes, we long to reach people with information that is life transforming the, the gospel of Jesus Christ, but we actually want to see them. We want to pray with them and, that's been an ex- that's been a huge struggle. Regardless of how much we do online, there's still not that personal touch. Something that Robbie would say, "Eyeball to eyeball," is, is how he'd say it. We want to look them in the eyes and be with them. Uh, so that that's been extremely challenging. But I think that what's one of the lessons is just don't take for granted those times that we're together. And I think that's one thing we probably all learned. Um, and then another one other thing, if I can mention it, is just God's God's faithfulness. Um, you know, these are challenging times we're in. There's a lot of uncertainty. I've talked to a lot of people who are just sensing this uncertainty about whether it's job or like what the future is going to hold. We assume that, you know, when January 1, when that when that turnover happens, it's 2021, 
that things are going to be different, but there's no guarantee they are. And most likely they aren't going to be that different. Um, it's just going to be a new year that we have to learn how to now do 2021. But the, as I look back, someone asked me recently about a scripture that I kind of cling to. And I, for me, it actually isn't a particular scripture. It's a title. And the time you read in scripture, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that title to me speaks so much because what it does, it speaks to a narrative of a God who was with Abraham. And the, the, all, your minds can be filled with all the promises and all of the ways that he was led. Then you go to Isaac and then you go to Jacob. And as you look back and you remember all that God's done, you realize that we are sitting in that story of scripture. That's our God. We look back on the past. We can actually look forward trusting that God has always been faithful in the past. And although people are questioning, not knowing what to do in uncertain times, even look at this Christmas season and what happened back when that baby was born, mm. um, we can look to the future and trust God that he has carried us through the past. He's going to continue to carry us in the future. That's something I have to continually remind myself about. That's so good. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Up Life. 